0: today in the attorney career advice podcast with harrison barnes
1: but the follow-up again is not something that's always going to help you i mean, I don't know but you don't want to appear desperate the employer needs to feel like they're doing some pursuing like you need to get out there and talk to a lot of people all right so let's get started with questions i, I did want to just in relation to this topic i i wanted to just i go over this every week But these six questions are just so important for interviewers. So six points do we like So the idea with all this stuff when people are interviewing you is if and it's related to this question, every issue that you ever have in your career, whether it's about why you're getting fired or why you're not getting hired or why everything really comes down to these six questions. And in particular, the, when someone's asking you, and I apologize, I want to answer these questions. I just feel like I need to do a little bit of teaching here because I think this is so important. But can you do the job is that's fine. That's just, that's your resume. Everything on your resume answers that. And then where else are you interviewing? This is an interview and come on your interview. So. How you answer where else you're interviewing. Can you be managed? Pretty much interview. That's an interview question. Why are you leaving? What's you say? Do you want the job? Same thing. Interview. Are you a good cultural fit? Also interview. And then do we like you? Also, some of the stuff isn't necessarily in your interview, but if people believe that you're interviewing with bigger firms and they're a smaller firm, that may show that you're not going to do the job long term. If you know how you answer questions about why you're leaving and kind of that also then do you want the job? Does someone really want to work there? And are you a good cultural fit and all this stuff? So if you people believe you really want to work there, that's going to be helpful as well. Okay. So this is a good question. Okay. So after the interview, can we follow up if there haven't been any updates for a week if we don't get any reply from the firm? So this is a good question. I most of the time if you've interviewed someplace and you haven't heard from them that means one of two things. It means typically that they may be interviewing other people and they're waiting and they may give someone else an offer and maybe waiting to see what happens with that. And like you, if they haven't said anything, they may may slow down and they don't know what's going on and if they're going to have the work and lots of stuff could happen. And so a lot of times when you're, when you have an interview and you don't hear anything, it's just everything is beyond your control. So it's nothing that you really need to worry about. If you make a good connection with people, in the interview, and you like them, you can send a thank you note if you like, as long as you proofread it and don't say anything, it's a whole separate discussion. But when you don't hear from places, it's often because they're interviewing other people. They may be making other offers. They may be unsure. They may need to discuss you in a recruiting committee meeting. They may not have the business. You just don't know. And so following up a lot of times is not going to help you. It's going to some may annoy them sometimes. What you can do, which is nice, is if you do get another offer... And you tell them, you can just say, this is just a quick follow-up. I do have another offer. And I did really like you. And, and that's true. If they're really interested, we'll do something. But typically, after an interview, and you don't hear anything, it's not that they have gotten you. It's not that. It's basically that there's something going on that you don't have any control over and You just can't control it. So there's nothing for you to really do. And I I realize how frustrating this is for people, especially when you need a job and you want a job, there's nothing you can do. I personally, you can express interest in the person, but if you look like you're desperate and you haven't heard anything, then they're going to perceive that that you maybe they shouldn't have interviewed you or who knows, that maybe they can do better and that sort of thing. What is the best way to follow up after a law firm interview if I did... Not get the chance to speak with the hiring manager. I interviewed with you partners, but should I reach out to them or the hiring manager? I think it's a if the hiring manager, is someone that called you in to the interview and interviewed you, and maybe they're the person that contacted you. You can send them a nice note, just say thank you for arranging everything. I really like the firm, and and leave it at that. But I, following up, there's a whole series of articles about thank you notes and things on BCG that you can review, or you can find other resources for that if you want. But you don't really need to follow up and you can follow up if there's some sort of connection and if you really like the job and if you think it's a good fit, you can follow up and express those solutions by but the follow-up again is not something that's always going to help you. There does need to be a little bit of a song and dance. So if you if you meet someone and there's a connection and you send them a note just saying I really liked you and they like you too, which I'm just talking romantically for example, that's a good way to. But you don't follow up and say I asked you out on a date two weeks ago, you didn't say anything. What's going on? I mean I don't know. But you don't want to appear desperate. There needs to be a little bit of a song and dance here, and that song and dance basically means you need to have the employer to feel like they're doing some pursuing that They would be lucky to get you. That you have that you're the right person for them. And one of the things I would also just caution everyone. And I think that I like this question, but I wanna. It's important. So I had an instance. Someone I know, just put it at that, was friends with all these people that essentially were. I don't know how to put this. I'm not even gonna talk about this example. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about this again. Someone I know was used to go surfing every day. I live in surfing community, but we used to go surfing with these people every day, and these these people would go out and uh, get basically blackout drunk and cheat on their husbands and all this stuff and just act completely crazy. And this person was not the same type of person. And we're talking about someone that's in their 40s and older. And suddenly these people that acted like that stopped being friends with this other person that doesn't have that kind of lifestyle. And the person that was not friends with them that was basically broken up with felt badly that why would these people that I thought I was certain friends would not socialize with me anymore. And so the idea is that sometimes you talk to people or you're, and you're just not a good fit. And even though it's an opportunity, it doesn't mean it's a good fit for you. Just because a firm's not interested in you, it doesn't mean it's, that's a bad thing. It's a good thing. Or if you're not hearing from them and there's not a connection and you just want to get the job, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing that you're not getting the job. You have to find a place that's a good fit. One of my primary things that that I stress in my in, in everything that I do, it's define my career. And and I'll and it's one simple thing, and I'm gonna tell you it right now because I believe it's the most important piece of advice you'll ever get about applying to jobs and what to do. And it's the uh, and it's something that goes against everything. That other recruiters will tell you. It goes against what a lot of law school career services offices will tell you. It goes against everything that anyone's going to tell you. But I'm going to tell you this right now because it's this important and I want to make sure you understand it. It's extremely important. It will change your life. So most people, like when law schools and they're not doing anything wrong. Tell people not to mass mail their resumes to hundreds of employers and that sort of thing because they say it's not effective. You need to. And again, their purposes are often self-serving because they don't want you doing that. Because if every person in a law school sent out hundreds of resumes to every employer, it would make the, it just wouldn't be good for the law school and it would hurt them. And again, I'm not against law school. I don't or career services offices, but they have their self-interest and they want to control the hiring process. But sometimes if you go to a law school where no one's getting hired and this isn't really doing much good. So they will tell you to do that. Other recruiters will tell you the worst thing you can possibly do is send your resume to a bunch of firms and you need to only apply to a few places and that's it. And other people will say, oh, it's horrible to send your resume out to tons of people. I have changed thousands of lives by making people and telling people that I work with that you have to apply to a lot of places. And it's not just I'm like some greedy freaking recruiter. I'll, I don't care if you use me. You do whatever you want. It doesn't I'm telling people to do that because it is the only way to find a place that's a good cultural fit for you and get a lot of interviews. I've had people on the brink of suicide from not getting jobs and things. And I've been like, okay, I'm going to help you apply on your own. You don't even have to use me to 1500 places. And and a week later, they've gotten 20 interviews and 10 offers. It's no, like you need to get out there and talk to a lot of people. Because if you don't, you're going to take one little interview and think that's the only opportunity you have in the world. That's a freaking insane. Okay. And I'm sorry, but there are so many opportunities out there are 30,000 plus law firms. There are so many places you can work. Like, it is crazy the way people conduct their searches and their careers. And I'm sorry to get upset about this, but I've seen so many people give up on their legal careers and the, all this stuff. And so you should have lots of interviews. The only way you're going to get lots of interviews, if you come to BCG and you work with us, I will send you all the opportunities I possibly can. And you'll think I'm spamming you or something maybe and think I'm doing something bad or whatever. I'm getting you a job and I get... Thousands of people jobs. If you go to Law Crossing and apply to jobs there, I try to find every job you can possibly comply to mine for, I don't know how much you just sign up, $5 a month. You can do whatever you want, but the way to get jobs is you have to get yourself out there and apply to a lot of places. And you, don't have, you shouldn't be worried about getting one interview and following up. This is what people do. They get one interview and they're like, oh, wow, this is sad. The employer's not contacting me. Who cares? If they're not contacting you, you should have a bunch of other interviews lined up. And the only way you're going to do that is if you get out there and you aggressively either with me or with on your own, I don't care. I'm just trying to get you a job. That's all I care about. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to – you you need to apply to a lot of places. And there's nothing more important than that because otherwise you're not going to find places that are a good fit for you. And so so you need to find a place that's a good cultural fit because you will go into interviews and you will click with people. And you will see things from the same point of view they do. And they will see the same things from the same point of view you do and you will click and you will be part of a group of people that protect you and that like you everything will click or you can find a firm where the opposite is true and and Sorry, I hate getting so mad about this. It's just, I, I've been doing this for so long. I just, I can't understand why people don't apply to more places. And because it's the only way to find a right cultural fit. You're, people are looking at the wrong things. They're looking at, oh, is it prestigious? Did I read a bad review about them? Did I? No, you find a firm where you're a good fit. And that's how it works. And the only way to do that is to talk to a lot of people. Would you? Some people marry the first people to go on a date with. Great! If you want to be yelled at for the next fifty years and traded hundred the rest of your life, wow! Wow! No, you need to get out there and talk to other people. And it doesn't matter what the economy's like. You can talk. You can get tons of interviews in any type of economy. It's just you just need to apply to more places. It's just absolutely insane. Sorry. I'll say another story. I had a girl that not too long ago her boyfriend committed suicide in front of her. This in San Francisco or something. I don't. Just horrible story. And, and then she quit her job. She was so upset. Then. Because she was quit her job, she and she was a young attorney, couldn't find another job. And in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, no one hired her. I helped her, and I was like, okay, let's look at every freaking market in the country. She got offers 15. It's just, you can't allow markets, and you have to look at a lot of places. So it's just, and, and that's the only way to get through this.
0: Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes. The number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question.
1: Can it be considered a positive sign? A second interview a top-tier law firm takes place at a lunch rather than an office. Absolutely. If a law firm is interviewing you over lunch as opposed to in their offices, that means they want to get to know you in a in a more casual setting and, and see how you conduct yourself there. It also means they want to see if they like you and how they relate to you. Those sorts of interviews are nicer because people often will bring up things about their family or their, and they'll reveal stuff about themselves personally. Yes, a second interview of a top-tier firm in lunch rather than office is definitely a great sign. As a matter of fact, that means if you look at these things, do we like you? Typically, th- this is what they're doing here. Is so they're looking at five and six. So these are the what's being looked at. Are you a good cultural fit? Do we like you? You know, that those are all the things that they're looking at. Yeah, lunch is a very good sign. Anytime a law firm wants to meet you at lunch instead of something else, it's a great sign. This is people keep asking this question. So I get it. People are desperate and the economy's not good. So it's not, and, and it's, if you don't get a lot of applications out there, you're going to continue waiting. You need to apply to a lot of places. And this is what I do with my candidates. I mean, you, you can't worry about this. So what do you do next? That means they're interviewing other people. What it probably means. So realistically is the law firm is scared about the economy. I, and most people are more concerned about themselves. Law firms frightened about the economy, but you don't, you, you said it's going to be one week. Now, it's two weeks, so they're frightened. You may never hear anything. Sorry to tell you. The only way you're going to, anybody on this call is going to take care of yourself and your career is by taking action and getting out there and applying to more places. You're not going to sit around. If you want to sit around waiting because you're only applying to a few prestigious firms in the city, that's up to you, man. But you can't, this is not going to, none of this stuff ends. Law firms are frightened about the economy. You need to find firms that have work and have business and can afford to pay you. That's as simple as it is. It's just, that's all there is to it. And so people, unfortunately, don't do that. And they sit around waiting for job offers. And you can do that. It's nothing. But you. Uh, if you contact the firm, you're just going to remind them that they don't have the work and, and that's not going to help you as much as you'd like. Okay. So let me go to the next one here. Okay. So if you go to in-house, the odds of you going back to a law firm are very slim. It doesn't you do not build a book of business in house. That's just not how it works. Most people that go in house, your skills deteriorate. Your you. Most in-house jobs, you you spend more of your time giving work to outside counsel. The hours aren't as long. The work isn't as is sophisticated in most cases. You're, I could go on and on. Law firms do not like to hire people from in-house because most of the time they know they're going to leave. They're not committed. And there's a bunch of reasons why going in-house. If you want to work in a law firm is not a good move. I certainly know people that have gone in-house and gone back, but even in the height of the, the corporate market in Silicon Valley in New York and all these different markets, you could take someone that had been in doesn't matter the best corporate practice at a big law firm for seven, eight years, and then went in house and then wants to go back to a law firm. And no one is interested. So it's just you're not gonna, you can certainly go in house and back to a law firm. It definitely happens. I've seen it happen, but it's not common. And you may be able to make contacts. It could be business, but it's, you're not going to develop the same habits working in-house as you would working in a law firm. It's just not how it works. Now, there are really good in-house departments, but it's not a good way to, to if you want to work in a law firm, it's not a good way to further your career. It's just not. If you're working in-house and you're working in, for a, so say you're making $300,000 a year in-house, why would the law firm hire you, when you or why would the same in-house company hire you? For what would probably be a thousand dollars an hour or two million dollars a year in fees. Once you doesn't make sense, It typically, yeah, it's not going to help you. Now, if you're interviewing a mix in in in-house and law firms and people are asking you that, just tell them about the law firm. You don't tell them about in-house jobs you're interviewing with. And that would be my advice to hear. Okay. So if you receive a job offer while interviewing with other firms, that's a good point that, and this is a problem that's good to have. If you're interviewing with other jobs and you receive a job offer and you like the job that you receive a job offer for, then then that's good. Sometimes people, but if you want to continue interviewing, you're welcome to. Anytime you ask for more time after you get an offer, it's always a little bit risky because the law firm knows that uh, that you're probably not, that you're not their first choice and all sorts of things. Now, if the job is in one city and you're in another city and you have to move and you say, let me talk to my spouse or, you know, about moving, then that's okay. But, but you just need to be very careful about that. If you ask for more time, they'll typically give you a deadline. They'll know you're not their first choice and a bunch of other things. I personally, if you don't like the job, then don't take it. But I, you have to be very careful about Getting job offers and more time. Law firms don't like that, but you can do it, but it's just, it's not a good way to start things out. So just try to be a little bit careful. So the way to manage your other job offer is just say, you know, give them a time and a reason. I just have to talk to my need. Can I have a week to, to make a decision? Or, but you have to be careful if you. But I would, in this market. Just by the way, I would recommend, especially in this market is not a good market. This is a scary legal market, and it isn't in all practice areas. It's not in family law and criminal law, and but in litigation, some of it. But it's not a good market. So if you receive a job offer, I would take it probably, unless it's uh, something that you wouldn't be interested in working at. Be very careful because as you've seen in a lot of these questions, people are getting offers or people are worried about not hearing anything. They're not hearing anything because the economy is horrible and it's getting worse. If you get an offer, you should take it because the people, what happens in these markets when the market's not good is law firms will make offers and then they will withdraw them when the work slows down. So take the offer by all means. Okay, how do you explain you're out of work? Yeah, if you're out of work, just say the firm's laid all these people off. There's been a lot of headlines, of course, in the past weeks about interviews, I mean, about people getting laid off, and you have to be careful about it. There's a lot of ways to explain you're out of work. This is a big question. Typically, you want to make it look like it's not. You have to be very careful. You could say things like the law firm is completely out of corporate work. There's different things you could say. Law firms don't like to hire people. I've talked about this a lot in previous webinars, but They definitely do not like to hire people that are laid off. So you need to be very careful about that. You want to make sure that anything you say about being laid off and that sort of thing is careful. So I would, I will try to do a webinar about this next week because this is a long question and I do have a hard stop today. But let me. This next question, someone said, is it okay to speak voluntarily about? Explain you're out of work is is a big one, and I really hate to not talk about that in more detail. But it's how do I speak voluntarily personally since I'm married and I have children. I don't care. Should I just be professional? No. So law firms, there's certain things that law firms love. So law firms love it. Uh, this is a funny, this is a fun question. But law firms, think about it. from. The, law firms love it when you have lots of student loans, mortgages, and families to support. Um, the reason they love that is because that means that you need them. and And the more of that kind of stuff you have, the better. So you don't want to talk about student loans. People don't typically talk about that, but it's okay to maybe bring it up. And you don't want to talk, you know, about mortgages. But it, they'll figure it out if they know. It. And but having a family and that thing that they like that. The reason they like that is because it makes you someone that has to work and can't take risk with their career and has other priorities outside yourself. Uh, people that don't have these things can just pick up and. Go to go on safaris and stuff, which people do. So having these things is good. And, and so you can talk about these. Now you don't want to volunteer this information, but if they ask you, then you certainly can talk about them. But yeah, you don't, you need to be careful about bringing these things up, but you could say, I spend, I just got that. My daughter just had a birth. You have to be careful, but you definitely do want to talk about these sorts of, so you can bring, you, you don't want to volunteer, but you need to be careful. Okay, so this is a nice question. Someone said they're interviewing with a personal injury firm and it's the only firm that they're interviewing with and they've been a solo practitioner for a long time. So that's a good question. So If you're doing that, all these questions to emphasize what law firms are afraid of when they interview people that are solo practitioners is they're not going to give up their solo practice and they're not going to be manageable. What I would recommend doing is reviewing. There's articles on BCG and webinars about each of these questions. But one of the things that's difficult when a law firm will hire someone from another practice setting or their own, someone that's been a solo, is they'll ask, can they do the job? Meaning... Are they willing to do things? Can they do it? You probably can do it if it's a personal injury. You've been a solo. Will you do the job long-term? They're going to be concerned that you may take the skills or not be able to get along with other people and go back to being a solo. They're going to be concerned that if you've been your own boss, that you may be able to be managed. If you're doing the job, are you? can you do things the way they need them done as opposed to what you taught yourself? And do they like you? So these questions, I recommend anybody that there's a section on BCG where these are all answered. There's also a section in the employer section with our answer from the employer's point of view. And so it is important. I would recommend also looking at answers that I've done webinars for employers about those questions
0: and looking at those as well. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, We include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. Okay. Okay. Let me, there's,
1: there's one big question here that I'm going to answer. And I think this is going to be the last one because I do have to get on a flight, but let me do this question for everyone. And then we'll, this is someone that sent me a long question. I promised them I would answer it. So let me just do Okay. So let me just go back. This is a long question. I don't know if I can answer the whole thing, because I do have a little time crunch here, but this person essentially is asking, let me start here. And reading your articles. I'm a lawyer in Canada. I was hoping you could give me a moment. During my law school experience, my father took my mother's life. I still managed to graduate with honors i contain a competitive position in a top firm. Well, my partners found out what I was going through from the news. Wow. I'm not giving any news at work. Okay. So this is someone experiencing problems because of what happened in their family in the news. Okay. Didn't get the job. Father was convicted of murder. Okay. Changed my name. Wow. This is horrible. So no one would know what happened about this murder and her family. And when I returned at another firm, even though I attempted to, to be transparent, I was not up to par with my year of my call, explained my parents had passed away, but it didn't matter. So I was expecting the expectations. My cohort, although I was off to a rocky start and I knew that trust was difficult to build from the start, you point after a year and a half of the firm, I was managing to gain some good reviews. Unfortunately, when COVID happened. Okay, I missed the cases and teamwork. Experience provided me uh, a top-tier firm, and the theme was remain the same. Did my failed article and experience and expectation as top performance mean less? It expectation. Okay, so this question is essentially, and this is a long question, but this person is saying that um, they were they were their family was in the news. They had to because of a murder. They had to change their name, and uh, and then didn't get any work. And then when they then they finally got a job, and they but they weren't up to the standards that they needed to be. And that has hurt them. And and now they're saying that I guess they, they want to be in private practice, but they're in house and how do they get back and how do they fix everything? So I'm gonna basically give some hard advice and this is for everybody that's on the call. And I wish I had more time for this particular question but I will answer this question as best as I can. One of the things that this person is doing and I think it's okay, but one of the things that you, everyone needs to do in their career is you need to realize that bad things are going to happen to you. And bad things happen to this person. And they're having a hard time getting their own firm and they're out. They're also trying to get into a large firm or a bigger firm and get m- more experience working with other people. and And a lot of bad things have happened to this person. But one of the things that, that I think is very important. And I'll just be very clear with everyone on this call is responsibility and taking responsibility for what you can. And and then just realizing whatever you can do for, for what you can. So what that means essentially is bad things are going to happen to you. You may not have gone to the best law school. You may have gotten fired. You may have had a family tragedy. You may have had all this sort of stuff happen to you. And then you may not have done as well as you could in your first job. And you may have been behind on your peers and you may have not gotten the right job. And, but you ha- everyone has to take responsibility for what you can and not taking responsibility is what hurts you. If you take responsibility for your role and everything then you're going to be better. What I don't like about this question is I'm very sympathetic to what happened to this person. But at the same time, what could you have done differently to get work when all this happened? What could you have done differently to, to do better in your first job? What could you have done differently? And what can you do now to, to put this behind you and take responsibility? Lots of people have bad stuff happening. And again, I'm not minimizing this. I think this stuff is horrible. I think it's very sad. And I'm not by any stretch of the imagination, I'm pulling this. But I think that one of the things that a lot of people do, myself including By the way, I want to be clear that the only reason I'm able to give this answer is because I've made the same mistakes. But if you don't take responsibility for your wherever you are and what's happened to you, then all you're doing is you're making other people responsible for your success or failure. Mm -hmm. People have bad things happen in their career. You're going to get fired. You're going to have bad relationships. You're going to have. Problems and everyone has that, but what can you take responsibility for? So just anytime you're trying to blame something or someone else. And again, I do this. So I'm not saying that I don't do this, but anytime you're trying to blame someone else for a bad interview or not enough jobs, what can you be responsible for? You're not getting interviews. Are you applying to enough places? You're not, you got a bad review. Did you work as hard as you could? All these sorts of things are really important. And the more you take responsibility for everything you have responsibility for, the better you can do. It, you don't have to get a job in a big firm. You don't have to. You can. I, I know someone. I know lots of people that went to law school and didn't get the jobs that they wanted and couldn't get a job. And they started their own firm. And they're like, I'm going to do the freaking best I can. I know other attorneys that that are saying, oh, I'm in a big firm and I don't have any work. And, and they're requiring me to have business to advance fine, get business. You have to be responsible. You can't, this whole idea of blaming others is not good. You can't blame others. And so you have to say, what is the world telling me? What do I need to do to fix things? And that's what I really would, everyone, if you've taken the time to to be on this webinar, wow, like, what can you take responsibility for? What can you do? Like you're being responsible by being on this webinar, by the way. that's responsibility. If I'm not having the, the success I want in my career, or if I'm very successful and I want to be more successful, like that's being responsible. Like learning this stuff is being responsible, but you need to be responsible. and And that's what scares me a lot of times is people just don't take responsibility for the things that could help them. And so that's what I recommend, no matter what happens to you. And again, Uh, For all I know, there's a lot of stuff that I'm certainly should be responsible for. But you have to be responsible because if you make others responsible for your success, meaning my parents died, that's making them responsible for success. No, they're not responsible for your success. If you make a firm that didn't give you work because it was in the news responsible, that's not making you responsible for success. If you weren't at the same level, your work product wasn't the same level as other people when you finally got a job fine why not make it better work harder figure it out that's that that's the job your job is to if i'm not interviewing fine what are you doing wrong how can you be a better interviewer like all these things that you have to ask yourself what am i doing wrong if you're not getting good grades in law school like what do you do you study harder you talk to about you'd be responsible if you're not if you're not getting enough interviews, you apply to more places. If you're not doing well in interviews, you send a webinar like this and learn about it. You're not getting any interviews. Is there something wrong with your resume? Are you waiting advice and really figuring out how to get it? You have to be responsible. And that's what people... And that's it. Like, very few people do that. Most people, it's more, it makes them more comfortable to blame others for their lack of success and their lack of advancement in the legal profession than it does for them to take responsibility. Wow! all you need to do is be responsible. Now, that may be hard advice to take. And I give advice like this all the time. People are like, oh, my God, it's horrible. It's-. Yeah, I don't know. But it's not. Like, you have to be responsible. And anybody that makes you responsible is your friend because no one ever wants to make people responsible. People, people want to make others responsible. My career services office isn't very good. No, that's not your responsibility. It's not their responsibility to make you you have to take responsibility. And so what I would suggest to everyone is to do whatever you can to take responsibility. I'm sorry to be so direct, but any type of lack of success and in anything, the only way to get around it is to to learn, which is what you're doing, which is extremely important. And the next piece of advice is to, to really be responsible. And, and I can tell you a million different ways you can be responsible, but anything that's not working for you, my advice, and this is the last thing I'll say today, is any problems that you're having, say, what can I do to be more responsible? And that's really it. It's it's the people that do well in the world and that have the most success and are the happiest are the ones that are able to be responsible. You're responsible for your performance at your job. You're responsible for your relationships. You're responsible for things that don't work out. And certainly other people contribute to it, but you have to be responsible. So that's all I have. And I appreciate everyone being in this webinar today. Probably want to do another webinar and interview maybe next week. And I'll think about that. A couple things: things. On BCG, I think we did release the State of the Market today. So it should be live on the site. I would recommend reviewing it to get some information. And this is a recession right now. We're also introducing a product called, I think it's Reverse Recruiting, to help people apply to positions on their own, which I'll talk more about it maybe next week i'm not again a purpose of these webinar not to promote things but this is a time where you need to get yourself out there and that's all i have so thank you for being on the webinar and i'm looking forward to talking to you next week Thanks.
0: that's all the time we have for this edition of the show if you are an attorney looking for a change head on to bcgsearch.com